so excited to do my first episode of my podcast. Um, So today I want to talk about walking in darkness. Um, I just feel like for the past maybe like four years, I really experienced what it's like to walk in darkness and to truly not know what is on the other side. And it really does take a level of faith, a high level of faith um, to walk in darkness. Because as humans, we typically fear the unknown. You know, we don't really know what's on the other side or what's next. You kind of tend to stay in your comfort zone. Um, The only problem with staying in your comfort zone is that then you will never grow. You will never go to the next level and elevate and reach some of those goals that requires you to step out of your comfort zone. Um, Reaching goals is making you feel, when you reach goals, it makes you feel very successful. Um, But that success is actually coming from the process that you endured um, to get to that goal. One thing that I do with my students, I currently work with college students, um, mainly freshmen, is I talk about a concept of mountains. Um, When we talk about mountains, you think about a little mountain. Well, it's going to take not as much effort to get to the top of a little mountain than it would a big mountain. When you align that with goals, you think about how it takes more effort You got to go through um, more of a steep slope. You have to go through the valley. You have to go through so many things to get to the top of the mountain, especially when the mountain is big and it's going to be bigger mountains because you're going to have bigger goals. But in order to reach that success, in order to reach that goal, you have to stretch. You have to move. You have to get out of your comfort zone. And so that is what I strive to do. And it's not easy. I have experienced so much in these past 40 years after I graduated from the North Carolina illustrious North Carolina Central University. And it was a long process and a lot of growing pains to get to where I am now. I am currently Um, in Reesville, North Carolina. I came back here during the pandemic. I was job searching after graduating with a master's degree from the University of Miami. And now I am about to move across the country to the state of Oregon. And um, this process has been difficult. Um, Ever since I graduated from college from undergrad it's like it's been this roller coaster and so it was as soon as I graduated I was like do I go to grad school or do I go to work you know what are my options here I felt like going to grad school right after kind of helped me and as far as not going into the real world um as soon as possible I kind of just like, you know, gave me a chance to continue to kind of be in that box um, of college where you kind of protect it from the real real world. But things didn't work out for me to go straight to grad school. And so um, I decided to teach. But before then, I graduated in May and didn't know what to do with my time um, during that summer. So I signed up to go to um, 
the Duke Tip program, which is a summer camp program that works with academically, intellectually gifted students. And it was in, the job opportunity was in St. Petersburg, Florida, um, right outside of Tampa, Florida. And I remember being so nervous because I was going to fly down there. I didn't know anybody. I was scared of flying. I had just flew on my first airplane um, when I was 20 to a recruitment trip to the University of Pennsylvania for their grad for their grad school. So I was super nervous and I didn't know what to expect. And um, I would just remember saying, you know, what am I getting myself into? Should I go down there? And I went, you know, my nerves, my anxiety, everything was so tore up. I was on the rise. Uh, my anxiety was on the rise, but I continued to go anyway. I continued to still plan for the trip anyway and for that job opportunity. And I went and I'm so glad I went because that was really the foundation and the sea starter for who I am today as far as taking risk and just doing something, um, even if it scares you, even if it doesn't make sense to people around you. Uh, but I, I pray, I try to stay in tune with God as much as I can and really try to follow um, my life mission as well when I make some of these decisions. So it all started <laughs> on one day, one gloomy day in Durham, North Carolina. Shout out to Bull City, 919. Um, I decided to stay in Durham, North Carolina after I graduated from um, undergrad in 2016. And I wanted to um, teach. So I did. I taught for Durham Public Schools. And I went through so many personal battles in those two years. And I think that was from age 22 to 23. And, um, and that would definitely be a podcast um, one day, but I just remember coming home one night and watching, um, this Netflix series called last chance you. And, um, it's so hard for me. My attention span is very small. So it's so hard for me to, to watch TV sometimes and especially to watch movies. Um, but when I find something that's interesting to me, I'll watch it, you know, I'll binge watch it. And I really do like anything that's like documentary style, and so I watched it and I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't know this was a job. You can be an athletic academic advisor and work with student athletes. And, you know, it, it coincided with my purpose because my overall purpose is working with black and minority students and, and helping them in this process, in this system, in the K through 12 system and also the higher education system that wasn't designed to, to, to fit their needs. It wasn't designed, it wasn't culturally responsive when we're talking about um, the system in general, the testing, the material they read, um, to so many different things that doesn't really serve the needs of those populations in the United States educational system. So growing up in that type of school system and then being a teacher for it for two years, you know, I really, really um, developed and shaped this purpose of helping our population um, acquire education that is equitable um, and as well as equal to our, our fellow peers. And so I was like, wow, I could be an athletic academic advisor. I would be working with minority and black students and I would be teaching. And so this is the same thing I'm doing right now. It's just my same purpose. It's just um, carrying it out in a different way. So it was like, I always kind of knew 
and I, that'll be another podcast but i always kind of knew what my purpose was we'll talk about purpose building in one of my um podcasts but i just didn't know how i wanted to execute it and there's no perfect way i did execute it for two years by traditionally teaching in a fourth grade classroom and now i'm executing it in another way by working with college student athletes and then maybe five years from now i'm going to execute it in another way um but it's all about carrying out your purpose because once you know your purpose there's different ways you can and you can execute it and and fulfill it and so i was so inspired and i was like i really could see myself um working in this type of setting um especially my personality i felt like i was just meant to work with older students in general because i am um I look at myself as a motivational coach slash teacher. And so it just kind of went with um, me working with football players and student athletes, having that type of mindset um, and helping them through their daily struggles as student athletes uh, because their schedules are so demanding. And, um, and And it really does warm my heart and fulfill me when I help students even when I was at the elementary school level when I'm just helping people that I think that's the root of my purpose is helping others you know it makes you want to get out of bed every day um it helps you when you're going through some personal struggles but your career is based on helping others um so it's just so rewarding and it it might at times it might not always be the um the most the job that's going to give you the most money um but you know, money isn't everything. You know, you have to think about your peace of mind. You have to think about your mission as you fulfill God's purpose. And that's going to give you more happiness than making a lot of money every year. Um, but yeah, so that's what I wanted to share today was talking about, um, walking in darkness. And so I, I'm, I kind of wrote this down in a journal. So I do journal a lot. Um, and that kind of helps when I'm going through some trials and tribulations, writing things down helps. It helps your mental state of mind and your peace. And so I was, as I was doing my journal, um, this morning, I thought about, I thought about in the past four years, how I have been walking in darkness and felt. So it was like, okay, so I went to, in 2016, when I graduated from central, I went down to the tip and, um, that was one of my, I felt like walking in the darkness experience. And then, I resigned from Durham Public Schools in 2018, two years later, and um, decided I wanted to go to grad school in Miami. That really made me feel nervous because I had never been to the city of Miami and I was just um, like, should I be going to Miami? Miami is a party city. Should I be going there for grad school? Is this really God's mission and purpose? Is he really... Well, I mean, is this something I want to do or is or is this something that's supposed to be on my path that God wants me to do? And it was like, um, you know, just deciding going back and forth. And I didn't actually resign from Durham Public Schools until the end of July, which is like right before school is about to start. And um, I had put in a request to transfer to a middle school at the time to work as a sixth grade science teacher. So um I didn't have a lot of money. I remember trying to sell everything in my apartment on OfferUp. I'm grateful that my mom has kept um, a stable home over the years. So I was able to put some things um, at my mom's house, but tried to sell as much as I could. I remember being out at the flea market selling stuff and literally going down to Miami with $80 in my bank account, um, picking a roommate online and getting an apartment in the middle of Little Havana. 
um, not knowing the areas down there or anything like that. I was truly walking in darkness and I was so scared. And um, thank God I had my cousin, my first cousin, Rachel, riding down there with me. It's about 13 hours from Reesville, North Carolina. And um, I was just so, being from a small town and going to a mega, mega city like that, even though I had been in Durham, uh, Durham Raleigh area for a few years, about six years, it just made me so nervous. So I actually had Rachel, who's my brave, brave cousin, to take the wheel. Yes, take the wheel. And so we drove down and then once we got to Florida, she drove. And I just remember getting to Miami and being so scared and so nervous. And I'm like, how am I going to drive here? And, you know, where are these restaurants that I'm used to? And it was such such a totally different experience living in the inner city of Miami and in Little Havana. And um, but when I look back on that experience, you know, of course, there was ups and downs. But I I am truly grateful that I went to Miami and I pushed myself to the limits outside of my comfort zone. Um, when it came to being in that area in Little Havana where almost everything was in Spanish to going to a public white institution when I went to an HBCU as my undergrad um, to just getting to getting a new job as a graduate assistant in a dean of students office and also becoming a student again it was such a whirlwind it was such like a whole new life I was trying to get used to. I was getting used to a new roommate. I was getting used to a new boss at my grad assistant job. I was getting used to my professors in class and uh, my classmates and new friends. And it was just so overwhelming. But the experience um, really helped and shape me and helped me to grow and evolve into the person I am today. And I am so glad I decided to choose higher education because that master's degree is so um, broad in a sense where you're learning a lot about just business in general, about different institutions, about student development, um, about all these different things in one. And so, um, but yeah, I chose that degree instead of choosing sports admin, um, just so that I could have a variety of things um, that I could do with my degree after I graduated. But my heart was in athletics. And, um, and so that, that was, a, and there'll be another podcast to go in detail about, um, it'll be lots of podcasts about my Miami experience, but that was just another time I had walked in the darkness, but I'm grateful, um, that it happened. And now, um, and even then, um, another incident was I, I, my, since my heart was in athletics, I actually, um, the summer before my second year in grad school in Miami, just quit my being a student's job. I did not like that job. Um, and so I decided, and because I, I knew that my purpose was to work in athletics. That's what I came to Miami for. That's what I got my master's degree in. And so I um, just quit the job. And at the time I was working at an internship at UNC Chapel Hill. And I said, I'm gonna walk, on, walk out on faith and just hope that I pick up one in athletics. And I did. And I remember riding down to my, apartment in August, my new apartment, and still not knowing if I had a job or not. Um, but it worked out. And like, you know, sometimes you're scared to to just get up and leave and walk away. But when, when you're in tune with God and you're praying and you know your mission and your purpose, there's a faith there. There's something that's going to carry you through the darkness. And even though it's dark, there's something moving and pushing you. There is something that in the back of your mind, you're, you're, you're scared. But then again, you know that it's all going to work out for you um, because God is good and because God makes no mistakes. And so that was drives me. And I've always been 
I've always struggled with anxiety since I was a little girl. I've always been scared of just pretty much everything. But because my connection and with God and, and just how um, aware of my purpose and my missions that I am, I can actually, um, that actually takes over the fears. It actually overrides the fears and the anxiety and I can get through some of these battles that are thrown at me. And so now leading up to today, Friday, November 13th, um, it's been a little, this week has been a roller coaster because I am in the preparation of moving to Oregon. Yes, Oregon, all the way, 43 hours actually, um, away from Reesville, North Carolina. And I just remember applying for jobs um, in the middle of the pandemic, which was another uh, darkness I was walking through. I've been applying for jobs since March 2020. And it was so hard getting jobs during the pandemic because a lot of higher education institutions were actually um, on a hiring freeze. But I didn't give up. I mean, I kept applying. And this will be another podcast, too. But I just kept applying um, for different jobs um, that were in the field of athletics because I was determined that I wanted to do what I said I was going to do because that was my mission that God had, had granted me. And so and although there were many other jobs that I could have applied for, I kept applying for jobs in athletics, even though those jobs were scarce because some um, schools were actually caught off their seasons because of the pandemic. Um, but I got hired at the University of Oregon in Eugene, Oregon, as an athletic learning specialist. I got my dream job in September of 2020. And um, I was able to actually work remotely. And so I had a great time so far um, working remotely and getting to meet my student athletes. And now it is time for me to actually move over there. I'm excited about moving over there. Because of the time difference, um, Reason North Carolina is three hours ahead of Eugene, Oregon. And so I get off each night, Monday through Friday, I work Monday through Friday around eight or nine o'clock, sometimes 10, depending on what's going on. And um, so I'm excited about um, just being on the same time um, zone with my students and my staff. Um, I'm excited about, I want to say I'm excited about meeting my student athletes, but because of the pandemic, I probably won't be able to work with any of them face to face, but I will be able to go see my office and decorate my office and put my degree up. And I'm just excited about that, being able to work remotely in my office because they have such a beautiful, um, facility. So those are things I'm excited about. I'm excited about starting a new chapter, um, I'm one that does get tired of the same thing over and over again. And I just, I'm ready for a new chapter, a new leaf and just meeting new people. And so there's some excitement there, but there's also some nerves and anxiety today. I am so nervous and anxious, um, about flying out tomorrow. Um, I got my car shipped two days ago. That was kind of stressful because getting your car shipped is like, okay, yeah, we'll be there on Wednesday or Thursday from nine to five, just text us, call us. Like they don't really know when they're coming. And it was stressful because I was working. And then, um, I found out that one of my, um, cousins, my family members died, um, the day my car got shipped out. So it was just so much going on trying to process that. Um, and, and, you know, comfort my family members and just a lot of, um, dark and bad times have happened this week. 
while simultaneously trying to get together and move across the country. Um, once again, I've always struggled with anxiety since I was a little girl. So I remember going into the dentist on Tuesday or Wednesday and like, I never do good with the dentist, but I was trying to get, when you're moving across the country like this, you kind of want to get all your doctors and your dentist appointments, you know, out the way. So I said, okay, I'm going to go to the dentist because my tooth didn't bother me. I never really had a good reputation with the dentist. I always get scared and start crying and you know, I just don't do well with the dentist. I don't like needles. I don't like to get put to sleep. I don't like any of that. Um, so I went and I was supposed to get x-rays of this tooth that's bothering, bothering me. Unfortunately, one of my feelings came out of, out of my root canal. So now I have to get that tooth pulled. Um, so I went and I thought I was doing great mentally this week, getting prepared, but um once she tried to clean my teeth and she stuck that little sucky thing in my mouth (laughs) i had a flashback from a bad i had bad times at at the dentist before traumatic experiences so i had a flashback and i immediately started crying and she was like what's wrong and i'm like i don't know you're just cleaning my teeth but that sound reminds me of a time where this dentist had basically he had shot air cold air right on the nerve a central nerve um, in my gum and I felt that pain from the back of my brain to like my toenail it it was the worst pain I have ever felt in my life and now I'm scarred from it and I hate the dentist now and um and so it was having that flashback and this was Tuesday of this week is now Friday and like um I also recognized that you know this is how I measure how I am mentally it's also because I was under a lot of stress I'm trying to sign a lease you know, for my apartment there and worrying about where I'm going to stay. Did I pick the right apartment? I'm worried about flight times. I'm worried about packing my car. I'm worried about how I'm going to adjust living there, um, you know, as a single black woman in that type of area. Um, so it was just it's so many different things going through my mind. You know, I'm, am I going to be lonely? I'm living by myself in a city. I don't know anybody. Um, so there's so many different things that are going through my mind that was going through my mind this week and still going through my mind. And I had to remind myself today. I when I did my journal, I, I journaled about, you know, my feelings and emotions toward my cousin dying and then um about just some of the other deaths that that had happened to young people in, in Reesville. And um and then I started to, you know, just think about how it's such a blessing, you know, that God can help you through the storms and can really heal you when you're going through some things. So, you know, but anyway, so I was talking about um, walking in darkness and that's how I feel today that I'm walking in darkness and uh, that I'm nervous and I have all the what ifs in my head and I really want to just be excited and say this is fun exciting opportunity i haven't traveled nowhere in a long time um since the pandemic and so i really want to try to make the best out of it and i want to celebrate because i fought for this you know the grad school was hard okay i don't care anybody tell you grad school was hard grad school was hard um i fought for this opportunity um this is a vision i had four years ago from watching that netflix series and some previous experiences i had before that we will talk about one day i'm going to talk about my my purpose podcast but um yes I just I'm trying to get to a place where I can be excited um 
and just enjoy the ride. I really want to enjoy, you know, I got like three different flights uh, flying from Greensboro to Atlanta, from Atlanta to Salt Lake City to Salt Lake City to I think Eugene after that or either Seattle, Washington. Um, but yeah, I'm flying and just, you know, just, you know, enjoying the flight, you know, just looking at the clouds, you know, thinking about everything I've been through um, and how I'm celebrating this victory because ultimately I look at myself that I'm on top of this big mountain that I was looking at up about four years ago. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to be, I want to work with student athletes. I want to be um, an athletic advisor and learning specialist. How do I get there? And the process was overwhelming and it was crazy. And as you're working toward a goal, life happens, you know, things happen around you, tragic accidents. Um, you got the pandemic going on, you have all the racial injustice going on and you're still trying to crawl up that ladder to your goal. And right now I had to tell myself that although, you know, things are going on right now in my family and and a lot of people are sad right now in the city I am, you know, I am standing on top of a mountain that I was looking up at four years ago. And I just had to take the time to celebrate this moment. I had to take the time to celebrate the fact that I am up on top of this mountain. I have conquered this battle and envision myself doing that. Because when you don't celebrate those goals and those moments, you know, it's almost like you didn't reach the goal. And you have to acknowledge that you reached that goal. You have to acknowledge that you reached that goal so you can keep going and continue to go toward bigger goals. So you can keep stretching and continue to get out of your comfort zone. And so I just thank God for this crazy, crazy journey. <laughs> uh, this roller coaster of, of, of this experience and just life in general. But I thank God for it because, you know, if it, if it wasn't a process, if the bad didn't happen, you really couldn't truly understand the good so I thank God for everything that I've been through and the trials and tribulations to the accomplishments I have but today I am on top of a mountain and um and although I don't know what's ahead of me and it feels dark you know I have to celebrate that moment and I want to celebrate by like I said just enjoying the ride when I get there enjoying the city when I get there you know decorating my apartment soaking it all in and just letting myself celebrate this victory that I have accomplished. I hope that my podcast has helped you in some sort of way. This is my first podcast. Um, so, you know, it'll get better over time. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you for listening and have a wonderful, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious day. Bye.